you? I am Michelle Gifford. Hey, I'm Sarah Allred. We are the girls behind Women With Fire, and we specialize in building influencers. Welcome to the podcast. Listen as we chat with influential women who feel guided by the divine to build empires of truth at home, in business, and abroad. The goal here is to empower you to grow your influence everywhere. Join the nation of women who get things done at thewomenwithfire.com. Hey, you guys, and welcome to another episode of the Women With Fire podcast, and it is Quest Day. Quest Day, you are with Michelle, your host, and Sarah. So happy that it's a Thursday. Welcome, welcome. Because on Thursdays, as you know, this is when Sarah and I get to hang out together and talk about the quest. Now, if you don't know what I'm talking about when I say the quest, then please, please, please go listen to episode 48. That outlines the quest. And we have been coming on every Thursday for the past while and talking about the quest. So if you if you want to really get caught up in what the quest is, then you can go um, listen to our even episodes. So 48, 50, 52, and so on. Um, and that will get you caught right up to what we are talking about today, the reason to go. Okay. And this in your terms is the why. Okay. So you are going to go on a quest. You feel like you've been called. You have been qualified as the quester to start. Um, you have your mentors and guides and you know where you're going to go. You've had opposition and we're bringing up the why in this part of the story because this is what is going to get you through the opposition. Last week, we talked about how you're going to be bombarded and how you're going to um, have things really fly in your face, insecurities, doubt, fear, all of that is going to come. And if you are anchored with your why, then you're going to be able to face this opposition head on and then wait for the divine help because it always comes. Absolutely. And the great part about this is that we kind of saved the why to be after the opposition because of how powerful it is. The reality is, is your why really needs to be discovered long before. You know, your your guides are going to help you discover your why. If they're good guides, they're really going to help you get there. You're going to start to see your why as you recognize you as the quester, your gifts and talents and all those things. This is a foundation you really want to have before the opposition happens. And certainly as you become smarter and smarter in the business world and smarter with your influence and smarter uh, along your quest and, and you grow as a quester, you're going to refine your why. And I think it's always really fun to sit in a group of women that have a quest and to say, okay, what is your why? And they'll immediately come up with like, Oh, because I want to capture beautiful families, you know, because we're in the photography world, Michelle and I both. I want to capture beautiful families. Okay, great. Um, I want to make money for my family. Oh, okay, great. I really want to have yummy food for my family. Okay, great. Okay, here's the reality. Those are not the why. Sorry. <laughs> you think it's the why, but that is the like how, like how you're going to get there. You've got to dig deeper than the how to find the why. The why is not, and I went through this with my own photography business. I said, I want to take pictures of happy people and happy families. And my guide kept saying, okay, that's great. Everybody wants to do that. Are there people that want to take pictures of angry people? Like, what are you talking about? And she was so <laughs> funny, so funny. And she guided me and guided me and guided me until I realized that my why with photography is this. 
that I firmly believe that photos can change the spirit of the home, period. So my why is I want to help change the spirit inside the homes of those people that I photograph. That is my why. And so the easy way to get to this point is it is okay to have a surface level why, but then I want you to ask why again. So like in Sarah's example, uh, like I want to take pictures of, of happy families, but why? Right. And then she could go a little bit deeper because families need to see their happiness on their walls. But why? And then she could get eventually get to that core. Why? Of Because I want to change the spirit in the home of my clients. Now, OK, so if as you saw that evolution of I want to take pictures of happy families to I want to change the spirit. Do you see the the power, the anchor of the deeper one, so that when she is out there photographing, it completely changes things. If you understand your deeper why, it will completely change your business or how you influence. And it also will anchor you when the storms come and they will, they definitely will. And, um, and I think that if we are not, if we are not willing to dig deeper, then we are selling our influence short because we are not giving our heart, our heart to what we're doing because pictures are pictures like Sarah and I, you know, we photograph people and while they are just merely just pictures of them, if we are doing it for a deeper why, then it changed how we photograph and it changed, it changes our product and the outcome. I am always diving in with my clients and standing firmly behind anyone that works with me as a photographer is truly forced, truly forced to order a print. I do not even offer a photography session that does not include some kind of big print for their home. I don't even offer it because my why is so critically important to me that those photos have to get off the phone, off of the computer, and they have to get on the walls. And that may sound like, yeah, you are serious OCD. But the reality is, is I am OCD when it comes to my why. And it helps me blog. It helps me um, on social media know exactly what to post because the goal is, is to help convert people to the idea that the happiness in your family will increase. The spirit of your home will change when there are photographs that are meaningful to you on the wall. And the great thing about that is when I show up at a family session and I have my deep rooted why of wanting those photos to change the spirit of the home, what happens when the quote unquote storm comes, this may seem in a small way, but when a family shows up and I can tell that dad and mom just had a major argument in the car. Okay. <laughs> every time that happens. <laughs> every time. So you're, see, Michelle's laughing because this is the reality, right? Like I feel like 90% of my job is to help sweet dad be converted to the photo session, right? Like I can do the kids, no problem. But this is a reality. And I'm not going to sit there and force this experience on mom and dad when they're mad at each other. But I am sure as anything going to work my tail off to help mom and dad remember what they love most about their family, their times together, their memories, their experiences, their first kiss, their you name it. I'm going to do everything I can to make those photos so memorable so that when mom and dad look at those photos, mom goes, oh my gosh, that is when we were talking about our first kiss. Oh my gosh. And she gets a little chuckle in her heart. That changes the spirit of that marriage, that moment. And that why 
really, really pushes me through some really challenging times when people show up and, you know, not in the mood to do it. But I think it's critical to have that why ready to go. So when the storms come, you are ready to rock. Now a small break, a word from those who make this podcast possible. This podcast is powered by Entreport. Entreport is our number one business tool. It literally does it all. Email marketing, sales funnels, automation, and it basically keeps your business running even when you're sleeping. Not only is Entreport the backbone of our businesses, but you can design a full-blown website using their customizable landing pages. It is the one-stop powerhouse shop where we keep our email lists, growth, marketing goals, and businesses at their very best. Check out the show notes or jump on thewomenwithfire.com slash Entreport to get started. And now back to the Women With Fire podcast. All right. So let's bring it back to the scriptures because we always bring it back to the scriptures. And I always go back to Nephi because he is the first one who introduced me to the quest because he's questing all over the place. Um, So when Nephi, he and his family, they leave Jerusalem because his father, prophet Lehi, is commanded by the Lord to do so. So as they leave, they've been gone for a while. And then... um. Lehi, the prophet, is is commanded by the Lord to go back and get the plates. And the plates are the scriptures that contain um, all of the writings of the prophet. And Nephi is asked to go back with his brothers. And Nephi does not murmur. His brothers always do. But he didn't. And he said, I will go and do the things which the Lord hath commanded. So they go down. And you would think that on the first try, because it's the Lord's will, right? The Lord commanded them that they are going to get the plates no problem. Well, they try the first time and it doesn't work and they're about to go up the second time and they're going to, they've got all of their possessions, right? They get all their possessions and they're going to give it to Laban in, in exchange for this. And Nephi, um, Nephi gives his why it's in first Nephi three nineteen and 20. It says, and behold, it is wisdom in God that we should obtain these records that we may preserve unto our children, the language of our fathers. And also that we may preserve unto them the words which have been spoken by the mouth of all the holy prophets, which have been delivered unto them by the spirit and power of God, since the world began even down unto this time. Okay, so Nephi's initial why, his surface level why, is that he is following the prophet, right? His dad asked him, he said yes. But this is a deeper why, because he knows if he doesn't get the plates, then and his family does not have scripture, then they will not be able to preserve the word of God and the gospel as they know it. And so without this, without, without the plates that he is trying to get, he, the whole, his whole lineage is going to be lost and not have the gospel and not know Christ and not know the words of God. And so that why anchors him to go at it again. Right. And they send it, they give the, they give all their stuff to Laban and he chases them out again. Oh my goodness. And then Nephi, because he knows his why he turns to the scriptures and he says, therefore, let us go up. Let us be strong. Like unto Moses, 
For he truly spake unto the waters of the Red Sea, and they divided hither and thither, and our fathers came through out of captivity on dry ground. There is power in going to the scriptures and and knowing and knowing who he is. Because if he wouldn't have had the scriptures, he wouldn't have a testimony, right? And he knows that if his if his posterity do not have a testimony, then they will not be able to fulfill God's will. And then it goes on in first Nephi 4 3. He says, wherefore can ye doubt? Let us go up. The Lord is able to deliver us even as our fathers and to destroy Laban even as the Egyptians. Okay, so we have Nephi. He is with his brothers Laman and Lemuel. And he also has Sam who's on his side. But Laman and Lemuel have experienced the same things Nephi has. They have had the same experience. They saw the angel. They also had the devastation of losing all their money and all their possessions to, to Laban. And so... You see Nephi choosing because of his why, because of his testimony, because he knows what he's supposed to do. He chooses to go into Jerusalem. But listen to how uh, how Laban, Laman and Lemuel talk. And so then it says, and now when I had spoken these words, they were yet wroth, meaning Laman and Lemuel, and did still continue to murmur. Nevertheless, they did, they did follow me up until we came without the walls of Jerusalem. And I want you to look at this because if you... They followed Nephi up into the miracle. They missed the miracle because they were they came without the walls of Jerusalem. They would not let themselves into the miracle because their why was not there. How often are we kept out? Or do we stay on the other side of Jerusalem of the walls of Jerusalem because we our why isn't there? That we don't we don't dare go try the Lord one more time, even though we've had a hard time, even though they've taken all Laban's taken all of our money and chased us out of the, out of, um, out of Jerusalem. How often are we miss, do we miss the miracle because of this? That is a haunting thought to me, a haunting thought. And it makes my heart ache. Um, when I think of motherhood this way, because I, I can look at the scriptures and I can see Nephi's persistence. One, two, three, I can count it. You know, he tries three times. Great. I can see that persistence. I can see it in Job. I can see it in Jonah. I can see it in Moses. How many times did Moses go to Pharaoh and say, let my people go, let my people go. How many times did he go before all of these crazy, crazy things happened and the miracle of the Red Sea happened? How many times? How many times? And it makes my heart ache when I think of motherhood because how often are we, do we unknowingly put our back up against the wall of Jerusalem, feeling like our efforts are in vain, feeling like the Lord is not behind our efforts or seeing them or our kids aren't seeing them or, or acting according to what we hope they will be doing, even though our efforts, we know that those efforts are day to day. We know that those prayers are as often as we can possibly manage them. We know that our love is strong enough, all those things, and yet we could be on the cusp of a miracle because we feel like we want to give up, you know? And I have to pull in this quote from Julie Beck, because um, one of the challenges that that I face as a mom is with mealtime. Now, I can certainly um, follow my favorite food blogger, Mel's Kitchen Cafe, I love her dearly, and cook everything on her blog and provide everything. Um, but Mel's why behind dinner time is the same as my why. The, the why is not, oh, we're going to provide 
delicious food. That's not the why. We're going to pr provide delicious, healthy food for our family. That is not the why. Here is what Sister Julie Beck, who used to be the General Relief Society president, said about mealtime. I know this sounds like nuts, but she is one of the greatest leaders that I can remember from being General Relief Society president. And she's put it so well when she said this, quote, as a young mother, I did not fully understand my power as a nurturer. And I would insert this to say her influence as a nurturer. Okay. I thought I was just cooking casseroles and soup, but this is her why. I had created a venue, the reason to gather. Because I prepared a meal to share with my family, something special happened. The miracle. Mothers who are primarily responsible for the nurture of their children can be a powerful force for strengthening families when they use mealtimes to gather loved ones. They follow the example of the Savior to calm, teach, and help their families remember important things as they feed, cultivate, educate, and rear at the consecrated tables in the home. Close quote. What? I love this. I love this. The why is not the food. The why is the reason to gather. And if you stop there, if you stop with the food, because my word, I mean, I spend a lot of time on food and my kids say I don't like it. And if, if you stop there, then it's easy to be like, okay, I'm out. <laughs> Throw your hands in the air and walk away because, because your kids are not going to give you the feedback that you need, right? But if your why is different and you look around the table, this actually recently happened to me. Like the last week, I've just been trying to um, to see mealtime for what it is and to, to realize that, you know, these kids aren't in my home very long. And I don't mean that in like a tragic way, but just that to realize like this is my time that I have with them. And and I just have been noticing that there's a shift in my attitude in how it's because my why is different, right? And so if we can like hone in on that, then it changes everything. And in, um, there is a little, like one of those small books, I don't know, the Desert Book publishes. It's like a talk by Sherry Dew. It says, oh, how we need each other. Um, this quote, I've been thinking about it. Um, she says, if we understand who we are and what God needs us to do, we place ourselves in an optimal position to fulfill the mission for which we were sent into mortality. And the reason why I want to talk about that here is because if I know my why as a mom is not about the actual cooking meals, right? My why as a mom is about, um, is about showing God's love to my children and providing experiences where I can teach them the gospel then I am in an optimal position to fulfill the mission for which I was sent into mortality. And so that's why our why is so important. And that's, um, and, and when you are frustrated with something like with mealtime or a calling or, um, or even like your business, if you can stop for a second remove yourself from the current situation because that's when we get frustrated, right? Because we have, because our kids are whining or, <laughs> or things are just going, are just not going right. Um, if we can remove ourselves just a little bit uh, and look and remember our why, it will instantly change how we react to the situation. I love this. And Michelle, don't fire me for what I'm about to say. <laughs> Because there, there is a song, a primary song that is not super well known that was brought out a couple years ago um, that's about Noah and the Ark. 
and what it means when we build an ark. And I'm totally going to sing part of it. Yes, I, I was hoping you were singing. Yes. I don't have a great voice, but you yes, have you do. got to listen to this message. And I'm going to give you a little pre-op to this. Here is part of the chorus, and I want you to think about it while I'm singing it. I will build an ark before it starts to rain. I will follow the Lord and do all things in his name. Okay, so here's how it goes. It goes like this. Noah was a prophet, a man who did not fear. When he taught repentance, the people would not hear. But the Lord told him to build a boat that could hold a ton and stay afloat. Noah started building and said within his heart, I will build an ark before it starts to rain. I will follow the Lord and do all things in his name. I'll prepare every needful thing. I will walk in righteous ways. When the rain starts to fall on me, I'll be ready for that day. Okay, I will never do that again. I love it. No, she will do it every day. This, this is awesome. This is something I sing this to my kids every single night, okay? Because it is such it is my why right now. Everything that I am trying to do, my efforts or failures with family home evening, my efforts and failures with dinner time and cooking time, my efforts and failures in celebrating their successes and embracing their failures is because I'm trying to help them build an ark. That is what I'm trying to do. That is my deep why right now. And you won't believe the perspective it brings when you're at a soccer game and certain things are happening with a teammate. When you are rooted in your why that you're helping them build an arc, you respond differently. Like you said, when I am cooking mealtime and the regular voices come out and say that this is gross because I am not a great cook, okay? Um, I can stand firm and be committed to mealtime much more regularly when I know that my why is to help build their ark. And that is, that is my, my venue to do that, my reason to gather. So much will change as you can experience that why. And I promise that it will bring a more consistent peace and perspective. Cause girl, you're climbing higher on the mountain, right? You are gaining better perspective through your quest and it changes everything. So with your why, we suggest that you actually take this time to figure this out. Okay, so I want you to say your initial why, your surface why, and then I want you to ask it three or four times. But why? You want to take pretty pictures. But why? You know, but why, but, but, but why? Because what this is going to help you do is really figure this out and then write it down. Write this down so that you can look at it. If you need to do this for motherhood, if you need to do this for your calling, if you need to do this for your business, for Instagram, like this will change Instagram for you. It will. <laughs> um, and Rana um, from Rana Designs, she was talking, there's a quote. Okay, so there is a quote from Sister Dew. She says, those who think of life as a ministry tend to be less lonely, less likely to feel that life has spun out of control, more inclined to have a gentle heart, more filled with purpose. And then Rana goes on to say, what if we looked at social media as our ministry? What if we intentionally posted on our accounts with purpose? What if we reacted what if we reached out to others and commented and posted messages filled with light and hope and love? Have you ever read a post or comment and felt, I needed that? 
perhaps in answer to your prayers. Have you ever felt the spirit of love and light on your device through social media? Have you ever made lifelong friendships on social media, never meeting in real life, but having your hearts connected via technology? Me too. I believe this is what social media is created for, to carry light and love and true connection to all ends of the earth. After all, this inspired technology is created divinely, and it's up to us to use it with intention. We can do this. Ah, do we love Rana? We love Rana. And it's because Rana has her why down. Am I, do you see it? Like Rana knows exactly why she's on social media. And if you can change how you view social media, then I'm going to tell you your ability to connect with people is going to be off the charts because you're connecting at a deeper level. And so this, this little thing that you're going to do, ask why, 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 um, is going to change how you do your business. It's going to change how you feel about your quest. And just as we wrap this up, I want to give you a couple of people, not to compare yourself to, but people that I feel like have sincerely dug in to who they are and their why to help you kind of nurture that and see how it can be effective. And I actually will encourage you to listen to their interviews as well on the podcast, because they talk about either how they found their why, what their why is, how they refined it, and how it's impacted their growth and their influence. Um, the first one is going to be Ashley from Ashley's Fresh Fix. We've talked about this in past podcasts, but her why is very simple. She wants women to feel included and accepted. That's a pretty powerful why. Pretty darn powerful. And as you go through her feed, you're going to see examples of that why over and over and over again. Your why, when it's real and centered and deep, is never going to get old. And in fact, you can post about it day in and day out. Like people so often, oh my gosh, what do I post on Instagram? Go to the why and do it over and over and over again. The second one um, is going to be Natalie Norton. She talks about how she has seen a huge change in social media where people are trying to be more real, but she feels like it's manufactured. And she talks about how to dig deeper. And her why is to help women feel like they have a seat at her table through grieving, through, um, through their challenges in marriage, through the death of a child, through photography, whatever it may be that, that she is not this expert and they're not this follower, but that they have someone who wants to hear their opinion and their thoughts and their challenges, they can sit at her table. That's kind of her why. And she does that through being a, what she talks about, what kind of human being can you be on social media? And I love that. And our most recent episode is Emily Peterson from Serenoni Blankets. And although she's selling these beautiful luxury fuzzy blankets, she talks about having a decision where she was selling a luxury item and they were spending quite a bit overseas in order to um, create this really high quality blanket. But then they were offered this opportunity to produce them in mass production um, overseas in China and Asia. And that did not fit with her why. Her why behind Serenoni Blankets is to pull families out of poverty. What? That is her why. And that made that decision, while kind of hard, when she talks about it, she's like, it really wasn't really this big temptation because their why was so solidified. And that's what we mean by everything is going to come easier when you can constantly compare it about your why. 
So we're cheering you on every step of the way. And this quest is the real deal, people. Your guides, your reason to go, um, you as the quester being qualified to start. We believe in you. We're cheering for you. We are dying to hear what you think your why is. Join us at The Women With Fire on Instagram and let's hear all about your why. We're going to dig deeper and we're going to ask you to probably go even further. And that's because that great why is going to bring you remarkable things in whatever it is you are questing. So we're cheering you on every step of the way. We'll see you over on Instagram. Thanks for listening. Hey, thanks for listening to The Women With Fire podcast. Your support means a lot to us. In fact, your support is what makes this podcast possible. If you want to connect more with the guests we've had on our podcast and connect more with Sarah and Michelle, the creators of the Women With Fire podcast, find us on Instagram at The Women With Fire or find us in our Facebook group. Simply search Women With Fire and join the group. We'll see you there.